Hello. Hello, hello, hello. This is Live Love Lux Live. It's 1130 and we're talking about manifesting mastery. So it's been a while since I've done a live show. Um, I have been going through this transformation of sorts with my shows, with my um, uh, podcasts and um, just toying around with different content and different formats. And it's lovely. It's lovely. Everything is lovely. Change is lovely. It's metamorphosis is lovely because that's how we grow. That's how we become these beautiful creatures that we are meant to become. So today talking about manifesting mastery. So let me give you a little background. If you are new to me, hello and welcome. If you are returning, hello and welcome. Thanks for sticking with me. <laughs> so uh, a couple of weeks ago, I was doing some research and I was, um, you might hear my son in the background, so just deal with it, okay. Um, I was doing some research and I was actually watching, um, I was actually watching something that Kanye West had done. I don't know if you remember a couple of years ago <clears throat> when he was a, he was doing a internship at Gucci. I believe it was Gucci. And, um, I, I one thing he said is at the end of the interview that he was doing is I put my 10,000 hours in and I was like that means something when somebody mentioned something like that I was like that means something what exactly uh is he talking about that 10,000 hours so I'm in I am a researcher of the highest order and I put two and two together and I um I decided to look up 10,000 hours mastery. Well, lo and behold, the uh, author Malcolm Gladwell uh, says that it takes 10,000 hours of intensive disciplined practice to achieve mastery of complex skills and materials. Now, usually you're going to use this idea when you're learning to play an instrument. Uh, if you're learning, if you're doing, a, if you're coding, programming, anything that requires like a repetitive um, constant, uh, integrated, uh, format of learning something, right? So this is not like to put, to, uh, put it to be like being an entrepreneur is not necessarily the, uh, not necessarily where you would apply this, but it would be, he was learning how to, he was learning fashion from Gucci. So he's saying he put his 10,000 hours in as an intern, I guess he was learning how to, so frame, do whatever, um, you know, uh, and when you change careers, when you decide to pivot into something new, you do need to put in that effort. Uh, so a lot of times people don't take the time to do that. So I was thinking about this in regards to manifestation, because as I, as you know, if you are a frequent listener to what I'm, what I say, what I talk about, I talk about manifesting the life unlimited. I talk about law of attraction, um, uh, manifesting mindset, which means you are changing your life by changing yourself. Okay. 
So I got to thinking about this concept of 10,000 hours of intensive practice to master complex skills and materials. And I believe the art, the science of manifestation is complex enough and there are many documented uh, tools and techniques to to manifesting, to learning how to manifest, that this could be put under that category of 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 uh, skills that you could become a master at okay now just in just in like looking at people's lives you can see that some people obviously are better manifestors than others i mean just in your everyday life you can look around at the people in your lives your friends your family um if your your employees your co-workers what have you um you know that there's somebody in your family who never catches a break or somebody in your life who never catches a break it seems like they're always uh failing or sabotaging or being sabotaged or they're always some sort of victim always you know you know somebody like that and you just look at them with your mouth open like oh my gosh i cannot believe this has happened to them but as you know in manifesting we never look at it from the side point or from the the stance that we're the victim. We never look at it as something is happening to you. You always take responsibility for what is happening in your life. But you know that the people who always have what we'll call bad luck, they don't ever take responsibility for what happens to them. You know, it, there could be an argument. You know, we could we could probably have a very healthy discussion on circumstances, luck, life. You know, um, but I'm a firm believer that at the end of the day, I control my own reality. I control the good things and I control the bad things. So, you know, that there's somebody in your life like that. OK, if if not, maybe you are that person. <laughs> Hello, maybe that, that person is you. Right. So, But that's OK, because even if that person is you, you can change that. And like I said, Tomorrow is always another day. You can always do something different to put your life the way that you want it to go, to put it in the direction that you want to go. Okay, so then on the flip side of that, there's always somebody in your life that seems like the the road has been painted gold. The red carpet is laid out and they, you know, the sun shines on them even when the clouds are on the rest of us, right? And you and you can sit and wonder and say, oh, my gosh, they are the luckiest, most opportune people that I have ever met. A person would have you. you know, these people, those are your master manifestors. And the funny thing is they don't even consider themselves manifestors. Like I have talked to people. I'll call them the sunshine people, you know, people who seem to always be on the up and up. And they they don't even know about the law of attraction or manifesting mindsets they just naturally have a disposition that promotes themselves they have mastered it naturally i mean i think it's just like a skill like anything else some people are naturally athletic you know but even if they're naturally athletic they still have to practice whatever type of sport uh whatever type of exercise that they can excel at but they have a natural aptitude to being athletic also I think that some people are naturally gifted intelligence wise. They just put 
they see patterns. They see they're good with numbers. They're, they're good at math. Um, some people are good with reading and English and grammar uh, and words. You know, there, I think that we all come to this world with something that we have an affinity for. You know, that something that makes us special. How we develop those skills, though, that's what determines our success and failure in this 3D reality. But I would add that there's a third layer of how we view this reality, which also governs how our life is going to manifest. So this 10,000 hours of intensive practice and mastery, I, like I said, I really, I've been, I've been really mulling over this in my head for the last couple of weeks. And I've been thinking about how to apply this to manifestation and how, how I would use this as a way to kind of, to help people in their manifestation process and even help myself. I mean, really everything that we do is for ourselves. I mean, the reason why I'm even drawn to this is to improve myself, improve my manifestations, improve my life. That's why I got into manifesting in the law of attraction to begin with. I, I am a person, one of my gifts, I would say, is that I do see patterns um, naturally. I do see patterns. I am good with words. I am good with the English language. I am good with etymology and, and I, I, I enjoy that thing. I enjoy, I enjoy history. I enjoy reading, writing. I, I, I enjoy that. Um, and using that as a springboard, I was saying, what could I develop? What could I create? How could I make this, you know, mastery of complex skills and materials translate into something that could help people improve their lives? And that could also help me improve my life. So I decided to come up with a, a way to take the tools of manifestation and, and put them into some sort of 10,000 hour practice, if you will. But before I go into that, I want to back up because if you're new to manifestation, if you're new to the law of attraction, if you're new into, you know, the idea of changing your perspective and changing yourself in order to change your surroundings, in order to improve your life, I want to go back and just briefly discuss, you know, the tools of manifestation, okay? The tools of manifestation involve visualization. Visualization is basically imagining what you want before you have it, okay? You're imagining yourself in another role. You're imagining yourself in another, um, another reality, if you will. You are taking yourself out of your current reality, out of your current, um, viewpoint, and you're putting yourself in a different one. It could be better. It could be worse because you can visualize for positive. You can visualize for negative. We do that a lot. Um, our culture is one, and I'm I'm in. I know that I'm talking to people from all over the world right now. So, I'm in the United States, um, uh, and in our culture, tends to be on the negative side as far as um, worst case scenarios. We're big 
on that over here. And it's, it's a lot. It's a, and culturally sometimes it can be, um, you know, you can grow up in a community where people are always looking for what's the worst that could happen. You know, you could tell somebody that you want to start a business and they'll be like, oh, that's going to take a lot of work or that's going to take a lot of money or you're going to need this, that and the other. There, there, there's a line of people to tell you all the negatives that can happen, that will happen when you decide that you want to do something different than the people around you. So culturally, at least from my perspective, I've had to deal with that where people are very negative. Um, and then you get the ray of sunshines that, that are positive, motivating people that say you can do whatever you put your mind to. And that's the people that you want to lean towards, especially if you're trying to turn your your mindset around. But visualization, like I said, most people visualize negative. They visualize what's the worst that could happen. Um, I challenge you to visualize what's the best that could happen. Try to always counter that that knee jerk reaction to look at what's uh, the worst that could happen and say and stop yourself. It is a that is a practice in of itself. I mean, I've used things like rubber bands to like whenever I have a negative thought, I've really put a lot of energy into catching myself before I speak negatively or even before I think negatively because it starts in your mind. You don't even have to speak it. You're just thinking it. Uh, For example, you know, um, for the longest time, you know, I uh, even though uh, I'm a person who sees patterns, I struggled a lot when I was in school um, because of my inattentive. I'm all over the place, right? My inattention. So even though I consider myself very intelligent, my grades don't, (laughs) my grades did not reflect that. So I struggled a lot when I was in school. Uh, And even in college, I I did manage to graduate college by the seat of my pants. A lot of people don't know that, but (laughs) that's, that's the truth. Um, And when I thought about going back to school to get a graduate degree, I was nervous because I know how I am. I know how I am with homework and stuff. I, everything that I research, I research because it's a personal interest. But when you're trying to develop a new uh, skill or a new uh, go into a, a new type of educational field, um, you know, it's hard. It's hard to do that. Hello. I'm sorry. I saw people are in the chat and I'm sorry that I um I have not been paying attention. I've just been talking here. So hello, all that have joined. Thank you for joining me. Um, we're talking about manifesting mastery, 10,000 hours of intensive practice to master complex skills and materials, right? So when I started imagining going back to school, I started thinking of all the negative things that had happened to me before when I was in college and when I was in high school, the, the reading, the comprehension, the testing, this, that, and the other. And then I said, hey, it doesn't have to be like that. That is a skill in of itself. That takes discipline to not look at the negative and to say, you know what? It can be a different experience. I can make it a different, I can, I can make it a different experience by making sure that I prepare myself, that I, that I support myself in a different way that I didn't know how to when I was in high school and in college. So I just turned my life around just like that in like five seconds. And decided, okay, I'm going to pursue getting a graduate degree because it's worth it to me, right? 
But it's like, I mean, that, that's a simple, I mean, it can be, let's say you're struggling with, with changing your body, right? Losing weight, gaining weight, whatever side of the, whatever side of the fence you're on, you, you don't like something about your physical body, right? If it's losing weight, you know, changing your eating habits, changing your, changing your relationship with food in general, a lot of us have, uh, a lot of people, that have a negative relationship with food tend to be either overweight or have some sort of uh, body dysmorphia or eating disorder, right? So it's because we have a negative relationship with food. So you start at the beginning that food is your friend. It's not your enemy, right? Um, sometimes we food is love. Sometimes we eat as a result of trying to fulfill another desire, okay? These are different complex things you you know i could I, I could go on about them but that's not what i want to discuss and that's part of your journey to figure out what it is what your issue is and how you can master it how you can gain mastery over it so we talked about visualization another another uh tool that you can use is changing your story okay so Changing your story is similar to visualization, but instead of just imagining it in your head, you are also going to speak about it in a different way. You know, I feel like everybody has the right to reinvent themselves because I don't think that we have to or should be responsible for our past mistakes or our past lack of knowledge. If you, Oprah says this beautifully, and I think she got it from Maya Angelou. When you know better, you do better. Okay. Why should you always have to live in a reality that's reflective of when you were ignorant? And, and I don't know why people expect that from you either. Like if you do know better, you should do better. I, I mean, so, but in order to promote that, in order to gain mastery over that, you also, have to speak about it in a different way. If you speak about things from the perspective of a victim, you will continually be defined as a victim. I am divorced. I'm a mother. I have five children and I'm divorced, right? So I could live, that's, that is one way to talk about my situation. Or I could say, you know, I'm a mother of five children. Uh, you know, I, I, I'm a, a, uh, a life-giving, uh, motivating, educating woman of a certain age. I mean, how I see myself, I could see, I used to say I was a single mom. I'm not a single mom. Single mom has a, a negative connotation to it, right? Think about all the things that are uh, associated with being a single parent. I mean, if the, if it is what it is, it is, but how you, you look at it, how you define it for yourself and how you talk about it, that is the power that it has over you. My relationship with the term single parent is negative. It's always, uh, I, the stories think about like on the news or uh, news articles, when they talk about single parents or single woman or a single, I'm, I'm a black woman, single black woman, right? They talk about this. It's always in a negative way. 
who in their right mind wants to be aligned with that term when it's always looked at your your under the beneath the poverty level you're uh you know you're rejected you're forgotten you're overworked you're underpaid you're underappreciated my goodness anybody in their right mind would not take the the mantle of being a single parent a single mom so i decided not to talk about myself that way right now this is perspective obviously there's some people who don't have that same perspective and they say okay well i don't see single parenthood like that okay that's fine that's good but if you do have a negative connotation to something that you identify yourself with, you are doing yourself a disservice, right? So that's rewriting your story. That's revision, okay? You're rewriting your own narrative to make it positive and promoting versus making it something that brings you down, okay? Even the, even describing myself as divorced, I don't describe myself by the things that happen to me anymore. I used to, but I realize one, you're already, whenever you do that, you're setting yourself up to um, be trapped by other people's perspectives of those terms. So like if I walk into an, a room of people that don't know me and I introduce myself as a divorced single mom of five, whatever, I'm already playing into any types of stereotypes, positive or negative, that someone might have about those terms, okay? Those labels, those labels then become your story. I rather define my story the way that I wanna define my story. If I'm, wanna, if I'm meeting somebody, just so like, for example, opening up this, opening up this live show, right? And describing myself, and. I didn't tell anybody anything about me until we got into deeper into the show. So I allowed myself to define what I was going to talk about and how I was going to talk about it before I even told you anything personal about me. Now, if you're a previous listener, obviously, you, you know a little bit about my story because I've talked about it. But I did not open up the dialogue here with my history. Because I did not want to give anybody who decided to walk in and listen to what I have to say any type of imagery that might be positive or negative either way. Now, imagine that. Let's take that to another scale, okay? Because that's one way you create, you manifest is by how you talk about yourself, especially when you walk in a room. If you are trying to change your life, you're trying to change how people see you by changing how you see yourself first. You're the one who defines how people are gonna see you, okay? I don't want people to see me as someone who needs help because immediately when I say I'm a single divorced mother of five, people start to think of me like this woman needs help. She's got five kids, she's doing it all by herself, she's divorced, blah, blah, blah. There's all kinds of things that come out from that. If I say I'm an entrepreneur, I'm a, I'm a, you know, I'm a self creator. I am a, a person who has uh, pulled themselves up out of poverty, out of what have you, out of depression. If I start, if I set, if I set the story, then I'm in control of my own narrative and I'm also in control of how you see me. Okay. So revision is a very, very big tool. And that really is personal. It starts with how you see yourself. 
and it takes it i'm not going to say it's easy or hard because then i'd be setting you up and saying you know if i say revision is hard um that's a disservice to you it might be very easy maybe you just need to know that it's available to you and that it's okay to rewrite your story you don't always have to live there you can live somewhere else you don't always have to live in your past you can create a future of who you want to be you can create a present of who you want to be okay so we talked about we talked about visualization we talked about revision okay so if if you're following me we're at the we're we're using your eyes to visualize right your internal eye your third eye right if we're talking about um revision we're talking about how you speak about yourself right and then the third tool is called scripting and there's more than three tools by the way i'm just going one two three but the third tool that i'm going to talk about right now because i'm going to end in about five minutes because i just wanted to get um you know i'm a little rusty with this so i just wanted to kind of ease into this but the third thing that you could do the third tool when we're talking about 10,000 hours of intensive practice of complex skills and materials scripting okay scripting you're going to use touch you're going to write you're going to rewrite you're going to actually put it down on paper type it write it what have you you know speak it if you can't type or write you know but you're going to put it in a format where you are going to write your intentions your your intentions for your new reality down in some way shape or form now scripting to me as a tool is i'm a writer by trade by love i love writing i'm a storyteller um writing is my go-to for anything when i want to uh define my thoughts i write I make lists, um, I doodle, right? Where I'll write words over and over again and stuff, just just to get it out, to, to kind of clear out the what's going on in my head, I, I'll write it down so that it's I can see it, okay? And the good thing about being a writer over time, over my years on this planet, is I can go back to things that I wrote um, when I was like seven or eight years old and see my little mindset back then. And it's amazing because I've kept all my diaries <laughs> from when I first started journaling my, my life, right? That's how important writing is to me. But I recognize that everybody is not that way. So scripting as a tool is sometimes tools are only useful if they're useful to you. You know, scripting is useful to me because I'm a writer and that's, that's how I communicate with myself, okay? But scripting as a tool for manifestation and intention, it can be as simple as a list, a list of things that you want. But it's the way, to me, it's the way that you write that list which makes it magical, for lack of a better word, which gives it its power, okay? So when I do my list, my, my scripting list, at night. Now I don't do this so much anymore. Um, when I was learning these tools, I used to do them every day. This goes into that 10,000 hours we were talking about, right? So, but now I only do it when I'm taking a shift. I'm, I, I'm, I'm at a place in my life, thankfully, where 
I can mentally just make intentions and those manifestations come about. I, but that took time. That took time looking at myself, changing myself, um, you know, and loving myself, oddly enough, because love is where it all starts. Love of self is so very important, but we're going to talk about that in the next show. We're not going to, I'm going to, I want to finish up with scripting um, before we talk about that part of it, because that's one of the most important things. Maybe I should have started with that, but I didn't. But scripting, right? So how you, you talk about it, to me, it's important. You're not going to talk about the past because you technically, you can't change the past, but we'll get into that too, because in, in a way you can change the past. We kind of talked about that with revision. But when, when I'm writing my intentions, when I'm scripting my intentions, I'm scripting from the perspective of I am, I, I am, I am graduating or I graduated with my, my master's in English, right? Cause I told you I want to go, I'm going back to school, right? Um, I, I am a healthy weight. I have a good relationship with food. Um, I, I, my, I have an, a bank account, you know, I, I have $7 million liquid, <laughs> you know, or I have $7 million in investments, what have you, whatever it is that you're striving for, right? Um, you know, for example, I, one of my biggest manifestations that I realized last October is I built a house and I moved into it finally after a year and a half of building it. Um, but when I started scripting that, it's like, I'm a homeowner. I am a homeowner, you know? So instead of writing, I, I am buying a home or I'm seeking to buy or whatever. No, no, I'm already that which I want to have. You know, I'm already in my home. I, I did a cons, a, a, I did a, a, uh, a combination of all three. I visualized myself in my own home. I vis I went to the store and I picked out decorations for my home. You know, I had a storage unit and I stored the things that I was going to put inside my home. Um, I spoke about, I'm a homeowner. I'm a homeowner. I, I visualized myself. I revised my story. I'm not a renter. I'm not living with my parents, which I was. I am a homeowner, right? And then I scripted it. I am a homeowner. I'm enjoying being at home, right? So I even made a Twitter handle at home with Nicole. <laughs> so that's where you can reach me, by the way, at home with Nicole, at the at symbol home with Nicole, if you want to uh, connect on Twitter. But, but I totally rearranged how I viewed my life using those three, those three tools of manifestation. Okay. And 10,000 hours of intensive practice, that's what we're talking about. Using these tools, that's how you get it done. That's how you get it done. So look, I'm going to end. I've been on here for 30 minutes, 31 minutes. And I, I just, like I said, I'm, I just kind of wanted to get my, dip my toe in the water again of talking live. And uh, I'm sorry that I wasn't more engaging with the chat. Um, uh, <laughs> that takes practice. And I just wanted to practice talking again um, and getting my thoughts out, um, sharing this information so that people can change their lives like I've changed my life. And um, that's why I do this. I do this because I love this information. It, it has proven to work for myself. And I feel like 
everybody in, I touch, everybody in my life, I want them to be as happy and blessed and manifesty as possible. <laughs> so look, if you want to talk to me, like I said, I'm on Twitter at home with Nicole. You can reach me there. Um, I do have a website, livelovelux.com. That is the name of my show. That's the name of what I do. Live Love Lux. Another day, another dollar. I'll tell you about that, where that comes from. Um, my name is Nicole. I'm so thankful to talk to you guys today and uh, I hope to do it again very soon. I'll see you in the next show. And hey, 10,000 hours really isn't that long and you can do anything with that. So welcome to your life. Okay, see, now I got to figure out how to get out of the show. See, that's why that's why I do dry runs like this, because now I don't even know how to end this. <laughs> but I'll learn. I will learn. If there's one thing I can do, I can learn. Manifesting mastery, how to master Podbean, right? Okay.